Welcome to the In Tune Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Miller, and I am on a mission to inspire women to step out and get completely in alignment with their faith and careers. This podcast is meant to motivate women to overcome any limiting beliefs that are stopping them from standing in their power and achieving their God-given purpose. I am a woman of God, a wife, a first-time mama, and a career coach to women of color. I believe in 1 Corinthians 7.23. God paid a high price for you, so don't be enslaved to this world. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from myself and other amazing women who decided to take a leap of faith, build their endurance to become the women they were created to be. We'll open up dialogue around building our relationship with God, mindset, career strategies, the entrepreneurial journey, and much more. So if you're ready to get your faith and career more in tune, then stick around for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I hope you are doing amazing. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, let me, let me kind of recap here. It's been kind of a very busy and like and emotionally and like physically draining past like couple of weeks for me. So we celebrated our son Luca's second birthday, which I cannot believe I have a whole two-year-old. Like what? Like the concept of time is just like crazy and like how fast time really moves. You know what I mean? Like we don't really think about it on like the day-to-day basis, but but then when you are a parent or you are a a caregiver, you have people younger close to you and you see them grow up. It just like really like puts into perspective, like how much you can change and like things change in such a short amount of time. So that's what we had been dealing with and like planning that whole party. And like, we ended up having it at our house and like, we had like a whole like AC situation where it wasn't working. So we had to like buy a whole new AC and it was like this whole big thing. Um, but I'm glad that it happened. And my husband and I, we were actually talking, I was like, I feel like we, like I was floating. Like I talked to everybody, but I talked to no one. And as you guys can kind of tell, like something about me, like I love and I crave deep connection and deep conversations and just like more of like the surface level stuff. And I just wasn't able to do that because we were just so all over the place. And that like after the party was done, like with towards like the end, like the last maybe like hour, we were with a um, couple of our good friends, my best friend, Tichelle and Kenzie and her boyfriend, Jake, and then Brandon and actually Brandon's dad too for a while there. But that was like the first time where I actually felt like, okay, I'm able to like just be, you know what I mean? I had like the best time. So like, I wish I had that the whole entire party. And like now me and Brandon are like, nope, we're going to be catering food. Like we know now, right? Like, so like, that's the thing. It's like, we have to put ourselves out there, figure out what doesn't work and then make adjustments the next time around. Because listen, I have been so exhausted, like on a whole nother level, like, and that's, what we all face sometimes we like our physical body is just like, I don't want to do this, but I know that the goals and the, the things that I'm here to do on this earth are so much more important than like how I feel in that moment. And so I'm here and I'm showing up and I'm recording this podcast and then I'm probably going to take a nap afterwards. Like sometimes we can get so in our heads about like 
time as well like I was talking about but like at the end of the day I'm going to record this podcast and it's going to be a short glimpse of time and I still have time to rest like we can still do the things that are important to us and have discipline and obedience um at the same time rest and take care of ourselves and take care of our body so we're going to knock out this podcast episode this is a topic today what we're going to be talking about is how you are protecting yourself and blocking out love and like how that's impacting you and just being aware of the ways that we are protecting ourselves. Like I talked about in previous episodes about letting go and how we all have different opportunities where we get like disturbances that allow us to either grow from that situation, let it go, release it, or continue to hold on and like build up walls. And so I have been reading this book by uh, Gabby Bernstein. I think it's called Happy Days, I believe. And it's all about like healing trauma and all that stuff. The next book I want to read, it's like, uh, what does it call? Like, it's The Body Keeps Score. I want to read that as well. So anyways, um, because I have been realizing like, oh my God, like I have so much anxiety and trauma still in my body that like I need to release. And so in reading her book, um, she had shared this like exercise about like identifying like and being aware of what are the ways that I set up walls to like protect myself. And like when we are aware of how we do certain things, how we our actions are on a day-to-day basis and how that is so ingrained and rooted in what we actually believe about ourselves, that in turn affects our results what we actually see in our life, our experiences and things like that. And so when we are aware of like, how am I actually moving through this world, right? And we actually take it out of our brains, put it on a piece of paper. There's so much magic in that, in the sense of being able to get your power back. And you're not just being moved by the mind and how you feel. And you're actually able to think and be like, okay, this is how I typically handle things. So this episode, I like journaled this and I went through this on my own and I'm going to share with you guys some of the things and the ways that I have set up walls to protect myself and how much this awareness has like affected me now currently and how it's been so beneficial. So one of the things that I wrote for like, what are ways that I set up walls to protect myself? That's like the first question that you want to ask yourself. And when you ask yourself this question, you'll just kind of obviously think about how do you do that? And so for me, I wrote Um, ignoring the situation in the physical realm, then continuing to hold on to it in my mind. How many of you guys do this? Please. Like, I know I am not the only one on this. Like, I will ignore it. Like, nope, I'm not going to deal with it. Like, whether that be have the conversation, um, say how I actually feel in that moment. If I'm actually pissed and I want to say I'm freaking pissed, like I will hold that in. I will not say it. I will keep it inside my body, but then it will run rent-free in my mind over and over and over again. And so I'll start to like ruminate over it. And that is a way that I protect myself by not actually saying how I feel. And that's being aware of that now. I'm like, when that feeling comes up, I speak. I say what I need to say and I'm not worried I'm working on it, Um, what the effect is in terms of like how someone perceives it. If I know it's coming from a place of my genuine love and and truth, 
how other people interpret it and what they want to do with them, their actions, that's not my responsibility to hold anymore. And I just have been holding other people's emotions and how I think they're going to react for so freaking long. And it's so exhausting, you guys. It's so exhausting to do that. And so that's one thing. And so on top of that, that kind of leads to like silence or like the silent treatment or getting like totally quiet and just keeping to myself inside, like just literally shutting down is a way that I protect myself. Um, which as we know, that kind of goes back to like fear, right? The different types of fear responses. It's either you fight or you flight, you like get out of the way or you like kind of fawn It's the other one, which is kind of like standing still. Right. So that's one way. And then another way that I have set up walls to protect myself is people pleasing and codependency in relationships. And this is, I'm being real, you guys, like this, this is how we do the work. We have to get honest with ourselves and just be like, this is it. This is me. Right. And this is my stuff and I'm going to work through it. Like that, just because this is how I have handled things in the past does not mean that's how I'm going to continue to do it moving forward. And that doesn't mean that's how you are going to continue to move forward as well. But we will, and you will continue to do that if you're not aware. Awareness is literally so powerful. So we have to get honest with ourselves here. And I'm not ashamed to share this with you guys because I know that this is not a one woman struggle here. Um, Let's see. So the next one is... Uh, okay. So now after you do that, you write down like, what would you want it to look like? So like, what is like the vision statement? So I desire to be more relaxed and surrendered to whatever happens. I will feel safe and protection within my own body. I will feel effortless. Like I'm floating and effectively able to handle and not being affected by what's right in front of me. I feel open and vulnerable, yet free and inspired about life. Like when I think about letting go of those ways, like I see myself as just being so much more free and vulnerable and just knowing that like, you can't hurt me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is the most powerful mindset that you can adopt is you cannot hurt me. The only person that can hurt me is myself. Like I do that to myself, right? Like yeah. So that's that. Um, and then actually, let me see here. So I took it actually a little bit further as well, which he talks about in the book is then writing down, like you can, I put them into three different columns. So the first column is all the ways that I get triggered, right? Like writing down all the ways that you get triggered, like knowing what triggers you is going to be a game changer for you. I promise. And writing them down is going to be even more better for you. So all the ways that I get triggered and I will go through some of the ways that I get triggered. And then the second one is how do I feel when I am triggered? Like, how does that make you feel? The third is then how do you respond? Like, how do I, what does that say? Oh, how do I respond? How do I run away from my triggers? Okay. You guys, this is my journal. So like sometimes when I'm writing, I just like feel through it. And so I, it's kind of hard to read it back sometimes. So we'll go through each one and then I'll say how it like affects and triggers and all those different one things. Okay. So 
The first one is all the ways I get triggers. So the first one for me is when people lie. And how do I feel when I get triggered? I feel angry that I'm not worthy of knowing the truth. And then how do I respond or how do I run from that trigger? So I lose respect for the person. I either tell other people or I think I I don't comment or I don't like seek the truth. Like I just kind of like know it. I don't know what that says right there. So that's real. Like I will probably like once I do that, I lose respect for that person. And then in turn, I do something that's not very respectful either because it's, it's just like a vicious cycle, right? And the next one is another way that I get triggered is when I am talked over. Okay. How does that make me feel when I'm triggered? I feel the rage slowly, like the more specific and detailed that you can describe this, the better. So this is how I truly feel like in that moment, I might not do anything on the outside, but on the inside, I feel rage, like boiling slowly and resentment towards that person. And then how do I respond to that trigger is I get completely silent. Um, and then I kind of cut off the interaction. Like I just kind of, okay, I gotta go. (laughs) Like, I just gotta go, (laughs) gotta go. Can't go. Like I can't, I'm listening to you a lot. I'm taking and receiving, but you're not listening and hearing me. Right. And so that is definitely something that triggers me. So another thing is when people gossip, which is funny because I talked about how, when I feel like people are lying, then I then in turn go and tell other people, which other people is a very loose word. Usually it's like my husband and like my, like my mom, and like my sister, like that's usually it. it. Even like my close friends, I don't really like I just have been really doing so much but like good, like staying away from the gossip. And so I used to be in a group of friends where that was very much the the norm was a lot of gossip about each other and everything. And so that was so much a trigger for me, but I lived in that. And every time I would trigger, I would feel like gross um, and petty and like in just low vibration, like I would feel like I can escape my life and like adopt what's going on someone else's versus dealing with what I'm going through and like being like, that's that person's stuff. Um, And then I feel ashamed afterwards. Like it doesn't feel good. Nobody, I mean, some people feel good gossiping, but like, I don't, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I really don't. And so then how do I respond to that trigger is I pull for more information by gossiping and it continues, right? Like it's a whole cycle. And then this is a big one for me. When people make me feel stupid for not understanding something right away away, um, or not knowing the facts about something, like people who know like history or like all kinds of stuff. Like, how did you not know about when this war happening. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. And like when people kind of like belittle like my, my knowledge and like how smart I am, like, listen, if I don't know what it is, I'm going to ask you so I can get the information and I'll be curious about it. And then like, so anyways, when people do that to me and they make me feel stupid and this used to happen a lot in my corporate jobs all the time, like, I don't know what I don't know. I'm going to ask you a question. How to handle this type of situation? How would you handle it? And if you try to make me feel stupid for asking you a question, like, please, please. (laughs) Um, I would feel rage and sadness. And then I would feel stupid even more. 
And then I would feel less than and like insuperior and like incompetent and like all those feelings in just like a split moment, like just that then leads to, I just stop speaking. Right. And I have an attitude and I just don't like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. You think I'm dumb. So what's the point? And that is not like a way to handle it versus in that moment, clarifying, asking more questions and just being like, and me knowing that I'm not stupid, right? Like the whole point of this, and I'm not going to necessarily go through each one of these, but like the whole entire point is just being aware of it to the point where you say, okay, how am I going to like not avoid these triggers? Cause they're sometimes going to come up, but just be aware, right? For example, if someone is making me feel stupid, I can just tell them, Hey, you're making me feel stupid right now. Just straight like that versus me then just going into my own way of handling that trigger, right? Like we can then take control back and actually reframe it and address the situation head on the way that we're supposed to address it. Now that we're aware that this is something that triggers you, because usually when a trigger happens, you just feel the trigger and then you react accordingly versus like feeling the trigger and now choosing a different reaction because you're aware that this is actually a trigger for for me. A lot of times people are just aren't aware of it until it's like too late. And that's my goal of this podcast for you is just to get clear on what actually triggers you. So then you can have the tools and know-how on how to actually handle it when it comes. Okay. So that's very, very important. And this has been huge for me. So like, even when gossip comes up, like being like, I don't want to talk about that or like walking away from the situation because I know how it's going to trigger me and how it's going to make me feel, which makes me feel worthless and sad. And like, I regret it and all this stuff like that. So how about I just avoid it in the beginning or address it in the beginning? And then I don't have to deal with the aftermath. Right. Um, another big one as it kind of pertains to, um, career was is or was because I work for myself um even sometimes like I micromanaged myself too but like when I micromanaged right like how many of you feel triggered when people micromanage you like I'm an, an adult if I need help I will ask for it like I don't need you watching every single thing that I'm doing and like and when people do that for you, do that to you I just want you to know that that has nothing to do with you it's everything to say about them and them feeling the need that they need to be in control that's it like and they can't control you so that's their own power struggle and I didn't realize that for so long and I was just like building up all this like like I'll talk about it like how I felt whenever I was micromanaged, which was freaking constantly pretty much. And it wasn't even like we had a lot of like space and loose, but like it'd be little emails. It'd be the little like looks. It'd be like all those little things that you would like notice that were happening. And for me, I would feel anger or, or excuse me, that was for a different one. That That's for when I'm told what to do, which kind of goes to micromanaged. Um, I feel anxious and I feel fearful of making a mistake. Like when I micromanage, I'm like, oh my God, like, oh, I can't do anything wrong. Like they're watching me. Like I, that just snuffs out all the cre creativity and like the joy and like the, I don't even know the word I'm looking for right now, but like, it just gives 
it just gives you dead energy, basically, when someone micromanages you versus allowing you to flow in your own natural rhythm and do how you are meant to do things in this world. Like, oh, I cannot handle a micromanager at all. And so those are a few things that, you know, I have been working through. Um, and it's been so crucial in my life to now just be aware of like the things that are actually triggering me into these reactions that I do not enjoy that put me in a lower vibration that then lead to results and more issues, right? So just that awareness is so important. And I want you guys to work on this exercise and like get aware of like what actually triggers me and then start having these conversations with people around you if need be. So you can create that space where you do feel like you can actually thrive, right? Because like if we're constantly just going through life, just being triggered all the time, like you're getting nowhere. Like it's 2022. Let's be aware of the things that are triggering you, that are setting you off, that are bringing out a version of you that you don't like and let's reframe them and let's create the tools and shift that, right? And if you are in a space right now where you're like, yes, Chanel, you are talking to me. How do I do this? I need some support. Like I am looking for that accountability to really work through these triggers and identify, okay, what are the healthy ways for me to handle these? Because this will all, like if you have triggers in life in general, it doesn't just affect your relationships, it affects your careers, it affects your relationship with your money, it affects your relationship with society, with people around you, like with everything, right? So like, it's so much bigger than that. And so I want to support you. Please reach out to me, send me a message. Um, I will have all the links to all of my current offerings, all my coaching, so I can help you uncover like what is actually stopping you at the end of the day, because we keep going through the same exact patterns, routines over and over and over again, because it is a habit. And if you have made a goal or you have a vision for yourself, or you know, there's a deeper purpose for your life than where you are currently sitting, we have to have that accountability, have that support to help help us work through the mindset blocks. There's blocks that are stopping you from actually achieving what it is that you want, because it's new. And our minds, the the way our brains are set up is to protect us. And even if it is protecting us, sometimes the way that that it's trying to protect us is actually holding us back. And so that is what I do in my coaching is helping you get so laser focused in like, what is your mind actually telling you? So that way you can move forward and actually take action. So I have a couple spots available right now. And so if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, let me know. I would love to speak with you. Um, Otherwise, I will see you guys all in the next episode. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening.